0: Hi friends! Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm really happy to be here with you today. We have got a great show in store. Y'all buckle up. This is such a good show. But before we dive into today's conversation, I want to take a moment to share about one of our incredible partners, Awana's Talk About Resource. What are your kids or the mini BFFs in your life up to this summer? Are they headed to the pool, to summer camp, to grandma and grandpa's house? No matter where the adventure takes, y'all, talk about the new family discipleship subscription from Awana was designed to go with you. This is so cool, y'all. With talk about, time in God's word with your family is simple and fun and engaging and always gospel-centered. It's the everyday moments of life that can become moments that make an eternal difference. These are the moments talk about was created for. So for just $5.99 per month, you'll receive an email each week containing your Talk About bundle, and here is what it includes. So first, it's guided conversations through selected scripture passages that allow families to engage in the Bible and answer big questions with the truth of God's Word. There are fun, hands-on activities that take the guesswork out of child discipleship. As kids color and create and sing and share, they'll remember what they've learned throughout the week. There are also helpful resources and videos and insights that provide parents and caregivers With deeper levels of biblical knowledge to help deepen your family's understanding of God's word each week. So bring the gospel home and help your kids form lasting faith one conversation at a time with Talk About. Try one month of Talk About for free with the special promo code TSF. Like that sounds fun. So start today at talkaboutdiscipleship.com. Talk about discipleship. Listen, today on the show, I get to talk with my friend. John Eldridge. Y'all know and love him. He's a New York Times bestselling author, a counselor, the president of Wild at Heart, a ministry devoted to helping people discover the heart of God and recover their own hearts, too. He's been here a couple times before, episode 210, episode 281. And if you're at one of the That Sounds Fun tour stops last fall or this spring, you heard me share a little sneak peek into what his new book is all about. It's called Resilient, Restoring Your Weary Soul in These Turbulent Times. It's serious like a survival guide about resilience that's deeply grounded in God and how we can restore the depleted reserves of our souls. It's an awesome book y'all. I am so grateful we get to have John on today as our guide and that new book that we get to read you' are going to love it. So here's my conversation with John Eldridge John thank you for joining us here again on that sounds fun.
1: Oh, I'm delighted to be with you, my friend.
0: It is such a treat. I just, I need you at some point to say, gang, gang, I need you to hear me, because that's what you tell us all the time on your podcast. I'm always like, gang, okay, I'm listening. (laughs)
1: Gang, okay. All right, gang. I mean,
0: y'all have been podcasting, like right now you're rerunning a series from 2016. You've been podcasting a really long time.
1: Oh, yeah. Way back. Golly. Yeah. How do you see
0: this medium affecting people's lives in different ways than maybe books or live events?
1: This is where people go now, mm. right? Like, I, I mean, especially because of the pandemic, you know, we needed to get, we needed to get connected. Yeah. Couldn't go to live events. Couldn't even go to church. Right. Okay. So people turn to podcasts and audiobooks and ways of, you know, nurturing and getting good content. Mm-hmm. So it's funny because when we started, Annie, uh, one of my guys came in and said, we need to do this thing called podcasting. And I'm like, nah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> To <laughs> <one> sounds, end.
1: <laughs> yeah, that sounds dumb. Yeah. I don't want to do it. <laughs> but now it's, it's our richest way of, of talking to, to our friends.
0: How do you lay out? Cause I think of your podcast, the wild at heart podcast. I think of it like sermon series. I mean, you really do disciple us every week. Will you talk a little bit about how you lay that out? How do you plan for the series?
1: <laughs> you are so good at this. You are <laughs> so good at your show. Really. So guy, like like you have you have one of the best shows oh, anywhere. Nice job, Thank you. And a lot of that has to do with you and your great heart. very yeah, okay. kind. But your questions, Eddie, I'm busted. We don't plan. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh! Of course not. You make one of the best shows, and you don't plan. You all just go, "Hey, next week we need to talk about we, this."
1: Yeah, we ask God. Brilliant. We, yeah, we're like Jesus. Where are people at? What do they need? Yeah. Where are they at? What do they need? And and then of course there's things on our hearts, right? We yeah. like we, um, I I I told my wife Stace. I said, "Look, if anybody writes my my biography, call it God's weather vein." <laughs> because I feel like I pick stuff up first. Yeah. I, like he shows me things. I feel things like I can feel the yes. human condition. A- and then I write about it, talk about it, you know, b- try and bring solace to it. Or most of it is like, this is what's working for us, everybody. Yes. yes. Here's what's helping us. We think it might help you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, I
0: mean, talk about the week that y'all recorded your staff meeting and release that as the podcast
1: right because I wanted people so to hear so every Tuesday we gather for prayer and I know I know like sure every ministry does that churches do that it's kind of thing but sometimes it's really rich mm-hmm. and and I wanted I wanted our listeners to hear that to hear other voices people they're not used to maybe listening you know here's the gal that does correspondence for us yeah. and here's our tech guy and um, but talking about because we had been, know we're all clobbered from from two years of global trauma and and now we're in the cascade of that right Um, because we're back to normal life but we're not back to normal personally so we we've taken soul care really seriously with our team and really been intentional of times of you know rich prayer healing prayer being with jesus letting the holy spirit minister to us in the different ways he wants to do mm-hmm. um, with our staff. And I'm like, we we actually have to air this. I want people to yeah. hear this. And it worked.
0: Oh, it was incredible. I, I think I've listened to it twice just hearing from a leadership perspective of hearing someone else run a company and also from what is God saying to the staff at Ransomed Heart and at Wild Heart Ministry. I was like, oh, this is this is very cool. So when y'all, are, so you don't plan, you just ask the Lord. And how do you gather up who on your staff is going to be in the conversation?
1: Well, most of the time, you know, it's me or Stacy, me and Alan. Yeah. Um, who's our producer and kind of the co-host. <clears throat> and then Morgan, who is really one of our big disciple guys here. And we only pull in the staff <laughs> occasionally.
0: Yeah. It's really, it's it's an excellent show. One of the things you've talked about that I've mentioned on here, and we had some feedback about it, so I would love for you to talk about it some more, is at one of the shows, we'll link to it so people can find it, but you talked about healing your relationship with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and they kind of directly correlate with relationships in your life already with your father, your mother, and your siblings. Yes. Yeah, can you talk about that for a minute? Because that was that set me on a journey, John L on an actual journey.
1: Oh good, I'm glad. So we we love a triune God, right? And he expresses himself Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And they have very unique personalities. Mm -hmm. Even in the scriptures, you kind of hear there's there's almost a different tone of voice or a different approach that, that you get from the Holy Spirit, then you get from Jesus, then you get from the Father. But of course, God is one, I believe. I believe in, in, in God is one. Um, but what I realized many years ago, Annie, was that while I could relate to Jesus, because I came, I came to faith through Jesus. I was, it, was part, it was the 70s. It was the Jesus movement. You know, we were street people. We were, we were part of the whole hippie conversion thing that went on. I didn't really relate to the Father at all. And that was because I grew up in an alcoholic home. I had a really painful relationship with my father. And I realized, wow, I don't like it when other people in the room start saying things like, Abba, Father, I love you. Like I, I'm like, whoa, John, you've got some problems here. You don't even like that kind of prayer. Yeah. So that set me on a journey of saying, I need to know you better, Father. Mm-hmm. And I need you to reframe Father for me. Now, for some people, it's just the opposite. You know, they have got a great relationship with the Father, but they're not quite sure what to do with Jesus. Yeah. And maybe Jesus got messed up for them, you know, because of Sunday school or some weird person or, and then Holy Spirit. But it was someone else's, it was someone else's insight. And I wish I could give them credit now that the obvious one is we relate to God, our Father, like we do our earthly fathers, that Father shapes fathers. But the interesting insight was that Jesus is shaped by our siblings, mm-hmm. how we feel about our sibling relationships is often how we feel towards Jesus, yeah. because he's our brother. Yeah. And then the mind blower is the Holy Spirit, right? Yes. It is often affected deeply by how we do or don't relate to our moms. And I had a, I had a completely unattached mother. She, she left to work when I was about five years old, and she retired when she was 85. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I I have no, I have no mother attachment. Yeah. Um, and I knew, I knew that's a problem. <laughs> okay. we got <laughs> That's a problem. Gang,
0: that's a problem. <laughs> <Yeah, gang.
1: clears> okay. <throat> um, and so I was not comfortable with the Holy Spirit for many years. Mm-hmm. And again, you know, it's because of the wacky, you know, people nice. doing dumb stuff in the name of Jesus or the Holy Spirit. But over time, as you can open your heart, like there's just a richness to your life with the holy spirit there's a you know jesus says i will not leave you as orphans i will send the spirit to you and he will lead you into all truth so even just to be able to pray in your day holy spirit i'm making decisions right now would you lead me into truth holy spirit i'm navigating something in this relationship would you lead me into truth like let let the trinity be the trinity with you
0: the thing i did after i listened to that episode i've sat down and listed out in each of those relationships father son and holy spirit some things that went really well for me in my natural relationships and some places that i'm like oh I, because and this is i've written about this and my sister lets me talk about this but my sister got saved a lot later in life and so there's a lot of older brother younger brother prodigal son stuff between us yep. and i was like oh i get annoyed with jesus when he's nice to the bad guy I know why. Because of my sibling, right? And yes. so, and so yes. I've really gotten to work through, oh, sometimes I, I prickle at the Holy Spirit because I feel bossed around because my mother it let, was my mother, right? Like she mothered me. And so sometimes I get prickly about it with the Holy yes. Spirit. And so that, that teaching really helped me to appreciate and heal in all yes. three relationships. So I was Yeah,
1: that's beautiful. really thoughtful that about really that.
0: Is. So John, I'm thinking this whole month, this funny thing happened. We scheduled all the shows for the month and we finished and looked back and it's all dads. It's all dads the whole month of June. And we we're like, "Oh my gosh, God is doing something." We, okay. And so we're hoping he's okay. healing something and and yes. and doing something in our friends' lives that are listening, but even with your new book Resilient that comes out tomorrow, you talk about family devastation and really desolation is a word you use a lot. So will you talk to our friends who are in a hard place with their earthly father, with their earthly husband, with the heavenly father that makes a month of thinking about dads feel more painful than joyful?
1: Yeah. Yeah, this is really good. Annie, we hadn't talked about this show. We hadn't planned on going this direction, but so go to your place of love in your heart and, and identify how are you feeling about love these days, gang? How are you feeling about love? Because if you want to find your heart, find your longing for love. It's like the shortcut to it. You're like, boom, there you are. There's your heart. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about father love? How do you feel about just male love, just masculine love in any category? How do you feel towards that? And, and our first step is always name it. And invite Jesus into it. Yes. Because the, the soul is healed through the presence of Jesus in memories, relationships, emotions. Mm-hmm. He 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 wants access to our emotional life. Yeah. And so loving Jesus come into my feelings towards masculine love. And wow. it, it may it may feel like poverty, it may feel like famine. I need masculine love. Mm-hmm. Or you might not be open to it. Right. You're like, no thanks, not interested in that, about. stay away, You yeah, yeah. go, okay, okay, loving God, loving God, merciful God, come into my emotions around love, and, and particularly this month around father love, masculine love, yeah. men, the men in my life, I, yeah. I need healing here.
0: Yeah, I would love for you to speak for one second as well. I'm putting you on the spot here a little bit. But as a single woman, Father's Day is actually a little bit harder for me than Mother's Day because I watch my female friends celebrate these men who are raising kids with them. So will you talk for a minute to our single women about it? A lot of people talk to us about how to celebrate Mother's Day. Like, look at the lives you're pouring into and blah, blah, blah. But how do we handle Father's Day for the men and the women that aren't married yet?
1: I have no idea. I know. I don't
0: either. I don't either. But, but I need
1: to ask you, Annie, you face it every year. How do you do it? What, how do you navigate that?
0: I mean, it's very similar to what you're saying, I think, is every year I just tell myself the truth. Like, it's. I bet this does hurt. I bet it does. Yes. And so, yes. and that's about as far as I get. I don't try to solve it. Is that yes. okay?
1: Yeah. It's really important not to fix things. Yeah. Right, but rather to let just invite the presence of God. Yeah, and just invite the presence of God. He He knows what we need way beyond what we know. Yeah, you know, it was two two nights ago. I was asking Jesus. I really, I really feel very heavy laden right now. Mm. And He said, "You need to let your kids go." So we have adult children, and so they have adult size problems. Right, the Lego days are long over. Yeah, yeah. they, They we they have they have adult size crises. They have adult size heartache. And, and and I realized I was carrying their lives, carrying, worrying about them, feeling like I need to rescue them. You know, And Jesus says, John, you need to let that go. You need to let that go. And so just learning to lay that down so that Christ can come in and do his loving work in our souls, I think that's a big piece of it.
0: Hey friends, just interrupting this conversation real quick, share about one of our incredible partners, KiwiCo. Some of my best memories from when I was a kid are of summer adventures on the lake summertime can turn into a lifelong love of learning, especially when the whole family shares the joy and excitement of discovery. KiwiCo delivers monthly crates of science and art projects for kids of all ages and kids at heart, and they include everything you need to complete each project so you can bring it wherever summer takes you. Each crate is a seriously fun exploration of science and technology, engineering, math, or art through hands-on activities like creating giant bubbles and experimenting with ice cream. I'm interested. So one of my Benny BFFs, she's nine, she got her doodle crate in the mail and she was so excited because it was an ice dye kit. It came with a bucket hat and a pair of socks to dye and the bin it was packed in doubled as the container for doing the dyeing. That's brilliant. KiwiCo thinks of everything. It was sciency and creative and she was so proud to get to wear the finished products. You can cultivate your child's natural creativity and curiosity with new hands-on projects every month. They'll explore new worlds and rediscover familiar ones with ever even leaving home. Things like discovering the science of magic to engineering and domino machine and pretty much anything you can think of. Pack summer full of memorable discoveries with KiwiCo. Get 50% wowie, 50% off your first month, plus free shipping on any crate line with the code ThatSoundsFun at KiwiCo.com. thats 5 5-0 50% off your first month at K-I-W-I-C-O.com promo code that sounds. Fun. And I've got one more amazing partner to tell you about Catalina Crunch. If you're like me and enjoy a fast and easy meal that doesn't involve cooking, then a bowl of cereal is the perfect solution, right? Only I gotta watch out for sugary carb forward cereals because I want to be well fueled for the day. I bet you get that. So good thing my friend Brian introduced me to Catalina Crunch Cereal. Catalina Crunch Cereal has got all the good crunch without the added sugar. Since it's low carb and high protein and zero sugar, it helps. You you feel fuller longer it's made with clean ingredients y'all literally there's nothing artificial in catalina crunch cereal Taste for Yourself by over 10,000 customers rate Catalina Crunch five stars, including everyone here at Downs Books and the That Sounds Fun Network offices. They've got eight amazing flavors to choose from. Cinnamon Toast, Dark Chocolate, Chocolate Peanut Butter, Interested, Chocolate Banana, Yes Please, Honey grams, Fruity Maple Waffle, Okay, Mint Chocolate, Yes. Every flavor is delicious on its own, but try mixing them together for some truly mouth-watering combos like... Cinnamon toast and chocolate peanut butter or honey, graham, and fruity. That variety pack is our friend, so you can try all the combinations. The only caveat is that you can't blame me if you fall in love with all of them. The maple waffle is next on my to-try list. Just go to CatalinaCrunch.com slash that sounds fun for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. That's CatalinaCrunch.com slash that sounds fun. And if you're not sure which flavor to start with, try that variety pack and check out their delicious cookies and snack mixes while you're at it. Again, that's CatalinaCrunch.com slash that sounds fun for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. And we try to make these links really easy easy for you to remember, but they're also always in our show notes below and we'll even deliver them right to your inbox on Friday. If you sign up for the AFD Week in review email, that link is in the show notes too. So now back to our conversation with John Eldridge. Why resilient? Why is that the next book? Why is that the topic of the conversation for you right now on the podcast? I mean, why is that what we need after the last two years?
1: Human beings have a phenomenal capacity for denial. <laughs> we just, we just Present oh, honestly, company I t-
0: included.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. So I, I can tell this. I have permission to tell this story. Stacy's father was dying of uh, colon cancer. Mm. And it was so far advanced that doctor said to him, you need to change your diet and, and you need to stop eating Twinkies and Ho-Hos. And, and he said, no. Huh. I, I don't want to do that. Uh, it, it, now, I, there's a lot more to the story, but the human capacity to to just say no, I I, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that information. Yes. I don't want to. Ch- I don't want to change. I don't want to yeah. change my life. I don't want to. Okay. So why resilient? Because now we're in the cascade effects of the last two years. So after you get out of a car accident, you know it's months later that your body reacts and you mm-hmm. go realize, whoa, I need to go to a chiropractor. My neck is killing me. You know, it's weeks later, months mm-hmm. later. So we all rallied. the pandemic and way to go everybody you know good job you rally but when you rally for something even if it's good things you rally for you know the birth of a child you Mm -hmm. rally for grad school you you know you rally for a new job in order to rally you tap into your reserves Mm -hmm. okay but at some point we've got to replenish those reserves folks and and if I can name some of the symptoms i want to, i'm curious if your if your audience will recognize this so how about the short term memory loss everyone yep. you pick up your phone you don't remember who you were going to call or text you open email you can't remember why you go to the store going oh i've got to go get that thing and you go there and you don't remember what that thing was that you went to the store okay why yep. is why are we all going to bed so early why why is everybody wanting to go to sleep at like you know, 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's the exhaustion at the end of your day? And then I got nothing left for irritating people.
0: Yeah, nothing.
1: <laughs> I got nothing. I, I used to have a little something. Yeah. I used to have like a little bit of buffer. Oh, you're like, I can let that go. I can overlook that, you know. But nowadays, nothing. nothing. Okay, and that's because our reserves are all depleted. Yeah. And and we're, we're, we're back to normal life, but we're not back to normal, Mm -hmm. right? In terms of our own humanity. So resilient, get your life back is a conversation you and I had a couple of years ago about, yeah, about just the rhythms that build into a healthy life and beauty and pauses and allowing for transition and that kind of thing. Who
0: could have known how prophetic that was, John?
1: That book came out one month before the pandemic. Yes. I know, that was Wild. just Jesus yeah. and his kindness. Yeah,
0: yeah. to all um, of us.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Well, resilient is like part two. Resilient, yeah. get your life back kind of tapped into maybe some of the natural world for for the care of the soul. This taps more into the kingdom mm-hmm. of God mm-hmm. and his presence in our lives and, and cultivating like Eden within yeah. our own hearts. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I am offering this now because I need it and everyone I know needs it.
0: In the book where you talk about when we get frustrated that we see these pictures and like when we start to feel that desire come up in us and it actually makes us angry, that that is when we're supposed to like God's trying to do something in us. He ha- You said over and over in the book, God has provision for us.
1: Yes. Yes, he does. You were born in Eden. You were created for Eden, everyone. You have an Eden heart. And our destiny is Eden. Eden is coming back, okay? (laughs) Jesus is bringing Eden back. He restores the heavens and the earth. In the meantime, your famished heart needs that kind of lush provision, care, life, just life in us. And and it can come to us through a number of sources, but it primarily comes to us through the presence of God Mm -hmm. working in our humanity. So resilient is like a series of practices and prayers that that help people enter into, I I need more of that. I need, like, for example, in John 7, Jesus says, for you who believe in me, rivers of living water will flow from your heart, from your inmost being. I'm like, What? Yeah. Rivers like, man, I'll take a trickle. Right. I'll I'll, I'll go for a half a glass of water right Right. now. And and, and so I just began to ask for it. I said, Jesus, I don't experience that right now, but I would love to. I'm asking that the river of life would flow more freely in my heart. Mm. And then I asked him, what's in the way? And he said, fear. For me, it was fear. I'm like, holy cow, I do. I have a lot of fear around letting you in, in, in new ways, mm. right? We were talking about the Trinity. Like yeah. some people some people fear the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Some people fear the Father. They're not sure what will happen if we give him more access in our life. I'm like, I want that. I want the river of life flowing in my being. So I just began to ask for it yeah. and began to experience it more. Mm-hmm.
0: One of the parts of the book that I, oh, I love the whole thing. I think it is the word for the day. I mean, I'm like, this is what, I hear it stirring in a lot of people. Will you tell that story about asking your staff, what if it started again? Because I think one of the problems is we don't know that our reserves are empty. I didn't yes. know my reserves were empty until I listened to you tell this story.
1: Yes. Okay. So several times, you know, over the last couple of years, we tap in when they're checking with our staff and just say, give me your operating mm-hmm. capacity right now. Are you at hundred percent? are you at 70% or you know so back during the height of the pandemic people were like oh no i'm like, i'm at 30 yeah. i'm at 25 it was good we were honest with i i am not myself these days yeah. but then we began to get restaurants back and movies back and we don't have to wear masks anymore and that kind of thing but i knew that the human soul doesn't just bounce back and so yeah. i asked my staff you know recently how are you doing? And everybody's like, oh, doing so much better, doing great. Yeah, no, I'm be- I mean, 80%, 75%, <laughs> you know. And then I said, okay, what if it was to happen again tomorrow? What if a new pandemic rolls through the world tomorrow and we are starting all over again? You're back at home, you're working at home, kids, you know, all that. There was silence. Yes. Silence in the room that went, no, I don't have the capacity for that. Mm-hmm. Like I have the capacity right now to go get tacos, but I do not have the capacity to handle. And, and I said, well, or, or just think about what if, what if your house burns down? Yeah. You know, what if a major life, what if, what if your, what if your friend sh- uh, tells you they have cancer? Yeah. Do you have the reserves to rally to that now? Mm-hmm. And that was the, that was kind of the wake up yeah. of, oh no, my, res- my reserves are pretty low. I'm glad to have the. The whole COVID thing behind me, but could I handle it again tomorrow? Ooh, I'd really rather not, please. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's what I mean. When when you asked me that question via the podcast, I thought I wouldn't do it. I just wouldn't do it. I, I'm not going to do it. And I was like, and then I felt the Holy Spirit being like, "Settle down. He's not making you." What's the deeper question? And then I thought, well, what if I got sick, or what if something else happened, and I alone had to be home? And I thought, oh, I don't have the reserves I used to have. I don't have them. Mm -mm. And so in Mm -mm. one of the things in the book, John, that I was really moved by is when we're talking about getting resilient and getting these, building back up our reserves, you talked about this, this title was the sweet safety of holiness and how Mm. actually like aligning our lives with God will actually be part of what does that. When you talk about holiness, we don't probably talk about that enough around here.
1: Yeah, it's a creepy word. Most people don't have... (laughs) Most people don't have good associations right. with that word. And if that yeah.
0: sounds fun podcast, you'd be shocked how little we talk about holiness. So. Yeah, it yeah,
1: <laughs> doesn't should. sound very fun. Well, let's talk about it this way. I call it the unconverted places in me. Yes. There, there are these unconverted places in me that are so embarrassing and exasperating. And these are the places that, where I get taken out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like the unconverted place in me of anger of like, man, I can still just get triggered, especially in a compromised state of my humanity. You know, low reserves. I just get triggered at things. And I'm like, whoa, Jesus. I I actually need you to save me here Mm -hmm. in this place or or fear of intimacy or our little comforters, Mm -hmm. right? Mm Because the pandemic was really, really exposing everybody. Can we all just admit... you found out real quick yeah. what you do for comfort and what you do for security. Yes. Okay. And a lot of that is just completely unconverted places in me. This has nothing to do with God.
0: Yeah.
1: Or his or his provisions. So the idea of bringing all of our humanity into union with Jesus, mm-hmm. I, I found myself praying, Jesus, I pray for the salvation that is really salvation, mm-hmm. and and that is to have your Humanity inhabited by His holiness. Yes. His goodness, his love, his resilience. Yes. His playfulness, his kindness, just everything that Jesus is is meant to permeate our humanity. But we have places that are kind of like holdouts mm-hmm. right that are the unconverted places in yeah. us. and it's like, you can have everything, Jesus, except for my media choices right right yeah you can have everything but these few relationships mm-hmm. you can have no no seriously Lord I give you everything except my finances mm-hmm. and and it's the thing is those unconverted places are where you're going to get taken out then because they're not in the protection of God they're not yeah. in the provision and the resilience of God yeah. so I want to I I'm just yeah I'm I'm seeking for more of me well, what was Dallas Willard's phrase he he said that more of me belongs to more of God. Mm. He said, that's the goal. More of me belongs to more of God.
0: You have prayers all throughout the book. And one of them that I just loved, I can't wait to get the audiobook because you said there's music behind the prayers. and.
1: Yeah, yeah, I get to riff in the audiobook. It's really uh, fun. I, I, asked the, it. I asked the publisher permission. I yeah. said, look, can I go off script? Yeah. And they're like, sure. So I, I riff, I tell yes. stories. And then in the prayers, we play some music and I'm yeah. able to lead people in prayer. Yeah.
0: yeah. You, one of them says, your glory, your love, your kingdom. Yeah. And I was like, that's it. I, I want that yes. to be just the ticker tape across my forehead yes. on my day. Is like, what are we doing? What am I doing right now with God's love, with his glory, with his kingdom? How am I helping those things come to earth. When we have you read us prayers, whether it's through the pause app, you know, I think I've told you this, but we use the pause app every Monday morning here at work. Our whole team does it together. Big pause app people. Or when you're reading us these prayers, we just did the whole month of April was about prayer, but we didn't really talk about when someone else is praying and we're in agreement. Mm
1: -hmm. Why does it
0: matter to have a voice through our phone, through our car, in the office, reading a prayer that we agree with?
1: Mm Hmm. You, you know it's the old forest for the trees thing when when you know your whole inner life for most people their inner world is pretty chaotic and when they try and get quiet for prayer all kinds of stuff start showing up <laughs> yeah
0: it is a you know. circus as soon as yeah. you try to get quiet <laughs>
1: oh yeah you start having conversations with people who aren't in the room and you start telling people off or yep. you start you yeah. know okay so to have someone shepherd you and guide you in prayer, it helps to settle your inner world if you are in agreement with it. Mm-hmm. Like you start coming into alignment with it. You, you, right. So you go you go into the, some churches, they, they get this really good. Like, yes, amen. Yes, I'm with you. <laughs> yes, 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 more of that, more of that. Well, they're coming into agreement with it. Yeah. Right? You, your being is able to participate in someone else's prayer mm-hmm. because you are giving assent. Mm-hmm. to it. You are coming into alignment with right. it in your interior world. Yes. It's very helpful. Yes. I, li- I, I, listen, I listen to the pause app.
0: Do you listen to yourself? <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: I do. It's very helpful.
0: There's one, I'll tell you, there's one of the pause apps that says, my life belongs to Jesus. My My story is in his hands or something nice. like that. And man, just saying that over and over again of going like, hey, my story is in your hands. My story is in your hands has just, when someone else can get me started often, it it sets me to, a psalm will do it or a proverb will do it too and just set me on the path.
1: Yes, yes. That's why I love listening to Bible podcasts where they're just reading Scripture. Yes, I love those because I just need someone else to just read the Scripture out loud to me. Yes, so that I can go. Yes, Mm -hmm. okay. Yes, Mm -hmm. that's really good. Thank you for reminding me.
0: Yes, that's it. Yeah. Hey friends, just interrupt one more time to tell you about another amazing partner, Third Love. So Mandy that works with us and I actually had this exact conversation in the office the other day. She asked which of the Third Love bras I've tried and which is my favorite. And without hesitation, I said, it's the Third Love 24-7 Classic T-Shirt Bra. Y'all, it just flat out delivers on style and comfort. When I start my day from a foundation of feeling comfortable and confident, the entire rest of the day turns out better. And if hearing from your pal AFD is enough, millions of women agree. Millions. That's why it's Third Love's number one bra. It comes in sizes A through H, and they literally invented half cups, so you can always get the right fit. Forms to your body, plus the straps won't slip and there's no pinching or digging. And to find the right size for you, do you have to endure an awkward fitting in an apartment store dressing room? No, you do not. Their love would not do that to us. They are not like that. You simply take their fitting room quiz, which is like a personal shopper, but better. It focuses on size, shape, current fit issues, and your style to find bras that are perfect for you. The fitting room quiz has helped 18 million women find their true bra size, and you could be next. Next. Feeling is believing. So give yourself the 24-7 comfort and support you deserve. Upgrade your bra today and get 20% off your first order today at thirdlove.com slash sounds fun. That's 20% off at thirdlove.com slash sounds fun. And now back to finish up our conversation with John Eldridge. Summer is your favorite season. Summer's my favorite season. Best summer ever. I've got a list on my wall, John, of best summer ever. All the things I'm doing, concerts, trips, it's all, weddings, it's all on the wall. So I'm thinking about our friends as they're reading Resilient. They're going to get it. comes out tomorrow. They're going to get the book, audiobook, or get it in their hands, or both. I'm, I'm, I'm going for both. How do we do the summer? How do we get resilient over this summer when we've got a little more time, when we're having yes. vacations? <clears throat> like What does it look like to partner with God well in the summer?
1: Yeah. So the, the math is really simple. So let's come back to replenishing your reserves. Most of us are pretty low mm-hmm. in the reserve tank. So your reserves are replenished when more is coming in than is going out. Okay. That's why people like vacations, mm-hmm. you know, because typically on a vacation, if you plan it well, more is coming in. There's joy, there's rest, there's play. You're You're getting nourished, right? Yeah. And you're not you're not on email all day. You're not right. in meetings. Yeah, you're, you're not having to make calls. But that's only a week or two. Mm-hmm. So you should look at the whole summer and say, how can I orchestrate my life this summer so that more is coming in than is going out? Okay. Okay, that's the math. Yep. And so you, you look, try and look at the big draining things and go, do we really need to go to that family reunion? Like, really? Really? Are we just going out of guilt? Are we going out of, you know, will we be in better condition if we don't? Mm. Okay. You know, you look at some of the big draining things. You go, I've got a big project to take on at the house. I'm actually not going to take it on this summer because you know how home projects go. It takes four times longer. Yes. <laughs> yes, than you think. it, And four times more money than you yes. think it's going to take. Yes. So I look, at the, I look at that and it's really fun. I was asking Jesus about this little, this little pond. Uh, and I wanted to do some work on this pond. And he said, no, hmm. no, don't do that. And i like, no, 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 you don't understand. I need to do that this summer. Yeah. He's like, and it just has the word over it, draining.
0: Wow. You know,
1: John, that's going to, that is not more coming in than is going out. Yes. Okay. And then take the going it coming in Go. what are you going to do to nourish your soul this summer what brings joy what brings life what brings the presence of god mm-hmm. right it, it, you know primarily how do you restore and renew your union with god mm-hmm. so that more of his resilience is pouring into you because the good news is folks there's a lot of you know i'm bringing the book resilient out right now in a world that's full of this stuff and it's It's, you know, adventure camps and wilderness training and all the paramilitary schooling stuff you can go to. And yeah, that's very different than than the gospel. Mm -hmm. Biblical resilience is imparted to you by the presence of God in your life. It is something that is imbued, bestowed, breathed into you. This is Paul's prayer in Ephesians 3, where he says, I pray that the God of all creation would strengthen you by his spirit mm. in your inmost being. Right. You hear the kindness of that? Yeah. He, he's not saying, okay, people, I, I bought you all a gym membership. <laughs> right, you know, go work here it we out. Go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, instead, it, it is learning to put ourselves in situations to receive mm. that impartation. I need you to replenish my reserves this summer. How do you want to do that, Lord?
0: Yeah, that's the question. I mean that that sentence will be the top of my journal tomorrow. How do you want to replenish my reserves this summer? I have taken your advice of always asking Jesus about trips and what we should do, and I find myself my feathers getting ruffled when He says no. Yes, I'm always yes. like, well, it's not, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> just let me go do that weekend thing, and I just feel a little no on my insides. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, you're gonna know yes. something. You know what I don't know. I don't love it,
1: but. Or, or on the positive side, he will tell you to do something you think you don't have the energy for. Mm. So our, our kids, uh, our oldest son and his family are going to Kauai this summer. Yeah. And, and they invited us to come with them. And internally, my immediate answer was no way. Yeah. And that's a week of babysitting. (laughs) (laughs)
0: right, That's (laughs) what grandparents are for. Yes. That that
1: does not (laughs) sound restorative (laughs) to me. But I asked Jesus about it. He's like, no, it's going to be really good. You're, you're actually going to be really replenished by it. I'm like, really? Yeah. I'm like, okay. So it's on the positive side oh, too. Yes. There are things that God has for you that you might not naturally do this summer that he says, no, trust me on this. Yeah. I Trust me. I've, I've, got, I've got something for you.
0: For our friends listening who that's a new practice, it, it is for me too, of kind of going in the, into the daily like hey, I'm making plans on my calendar. What do you say, Jesus? How do we start that practice and trust that we're really hearing Jesus and not just making up an answer ourselves?
1: Yes. Well, you know, you know, immediately if he tells you something that you would not have said to yourself. (laughs) Okay. I mean, like as simple as the level of, I really love you. You go, oh, I would never say that to myself. Yeah. No, that that had to have been God. I th- yeah. That's not my self-talk. Yes. Right? Okay. So I would start at that level. Mm. Do you love me, God? Mm. Are you with me? Are you here? You start with very simple questions. You don't start with really difficult questions. Is now the time for a career change? Right. <laughs> you know, it's that's, that's, it's that's double black one. diamond stuff. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to hear um, yes. because there's so much drama in it. Yes. Bring the drama down. Ask simple questions. But summer is perfect for that because you can just say, Lord, what do you have for us this summer? And, you know, and and he's going to say, stand up paddle boards. Yeah. And you're like, what? It's like, no, it's a gas. You're going to love it. The lake is 30 minutes away. You can do it. You could do this every weekend. Yeah. So simple questions, I would say. Keep it simple. Yeah. And, and, and you can trust it when it's counterintuitive. Yeah. Yeah, right. That's Especially. Right.
0: How yeah. often do you run it by Stacy? I mean, well, I guess it's her calendar too. So it matters every time, but, but I have a friend here at work that I pretty much come in and I go, I heard a weird thing. Would you think this through with me? I mean, is that okay yes. to invite people yes, in with us? Yes. Yeah. It's
1: really helpful. Really helpful. In fact, the fascinating thing about listening prayer, it's easier to hear for other people True. than it is to hear for yourself. Yeah. So it's really fun. If you, if you want to get better at, at listening prayer and hear, hearing the voice of Jesus, do it for other people, mm, because yes. you're not in their drama. You're not yeah. in their story. Yeah, yeah, you don't have a dog in the fight. Right. So it's really easy to hear. And you're like, oh my gosh, I just heard, I just heard something for you. You know, he yeah. said, he's really proud of you. Or yes, now yeah. is the time to yeah. to take that vacation. You know. So yes, invite other people into the process. And if yeah, if you're if you're in a serious relationship, you you better invite that yeah. other person <laughs> they in. Better know. <laughs> yeah.
0: I had an option to. Teach at our church on a Sunday, or and, and that was my plan. And then I got an invitation to go to Disney World with a family that is really close to me, and I just went. Jesus, we, I, I feel a lot of pressure because I know I want to honor your church and I want to da da da. And and it was so clear. I just felt like you just like go to Disney.
1: Go yes, to
0: Disney. These people yes. love you and you love being with them. And so as I came out of that decision in my heart and mind and started expressing it to people, everything was able to fall into place. And I went, that's my confirmation. Someone, oh, someone agreed. good for you. And so, yeah, its I mean, it's, it's, it's such a sweet thing. It, it felt like an invitation from Jesus to be like, just go do that. Just yes. see what I've got for you in that.
1: Yeah. So. And do you see how it ran against the grain? Oh, you're,
0: the guilt in me. <laughs>
1: Exactly. Your your high level of responsibility oh. would have kept you into that one obligation. But Jesus is like, the church you will always have with you. Yeah,
0: that's <laughs> like, right. And like, you, you can switch Sundays. This isn't yes. the only Sunday. <laughs>
1: yes.
0: So yeah, good we made for it work. You. Well, thank you for your leadership in that. I don't know that I'd have known how to process that opportunity without the like, okay, let me just ask, let me ask Jesus yes. and see, because this yes. is his church. And so let me ask him <laughs> what yes. he feels. One last thing I'd love for you to talk into that I thought was so moving from the book is you said the battle is always for your attention. Right. I mean, just always. That's what my, my phone is battling me constantly. Even in these conversations, I have them turned up my phone turned over. So I can't have my attention battled for.
1: I know. I know. Right now I want to text my son my Chipotle order. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you totally Sorry, can. Don't Annie. miss out on lunch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, my gosh. It's really true because it's attention and affection. Wow. I, I give you my attention and my affection. Mm-hmm. So don't you like it when you're with people? Don't you like it when they look you in the eye?
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: I don't like it when people are talking to me and don't look me in the eye. It's weird. It's creepy. It's like, look me in the eye. I'm here. I'm Not in right room here. with you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, see, that's that's attention. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, the, it's the gift of you have my attention right now. You have my affection mm-hmm. right now. So the war is to try and keep that utterly fragmented, mm-hmm. just scattered in a thousand directions yes. so that you cannot give it to God. Mm-hmm. Because as the psalm says, they looked to him and were radiant. Yeah. Right. Or, or Paul in Second Corinthians, I love this passage. He says, but we all... Beholding the face of Jesus are transformed with ever-increasing glory. Okay, what has your attention? Mm -hmm. Who has your affection? will change who you are. It will shape who you are. Have you noticed how old people start looking like they're dogs? (laughs) 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 That is is one of the wildest things of the human race. (laughs) Well... It's really sweet. They have their attention and their affection. Yeah. Right? Okay. So, of course, the war is going to be there, right? You know, the world, the enemy trying to come in and just steal your attention, steal your affection. So you can't just settle it on God and, Mm. and receive his care. Yeah.
0: The challenges of holding both of, yeah, we do want to care about what's going on globally, And we have tragedies in our own lives. I mean, even you said this in the book, you said this earlier, that there's heavy things in your life. There's heavy things in my life today and also best summer ever. And so is the solution to holding all of this well, how we start the day?
1: Yes. Okay. And how you end it, how you Uh, start the day and how you end the day actually really does frame some of the structure of your brain. So, yeah, that's just absolutely huge. Yeah, you don't want to start the day with drama and you don't want to end the day with drama, Got it. right? Yeah, you don't want to start it with heartache and you don't want to end it with heartache. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like don't take your phone in your bedroom at night. Don't look at your phone first thing in the morning, mm-hmm. right? You create a DMZ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, around your evening and your morning, create yeah. a DMZ. That how you end your day, the mood in which you end your day. This is a fascinating thing about working with horses. People who are horse people know this. The condition that you put a horse away in is the condition you will find him in the next morning, the oh, mental wow. state. And so if you have a bad session or a bad ride, or there's, you know, you, 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 um, and you leave that horse mad at you, when you come back in the barn in still. that morning, still mad. Wow. Okay. Well, the same thing's true actually of the human soul. The, mm. the condition you go to bed in you will probably wake up in, and the condition you go into your day in, you're carrying that into your day now. Yeah. So yeah, create a DMZ, create a buffer zone, create a quiet space that allows you to give God your attention and your affection.
0: Adding that in the evenings, that's that feels pretty profound choice to end a little bit differently than like jumping off the cliff. I feel like a little bit I run to the edge of the cliff and then just jump to sleep
1: (laughs) and then just fall Fall. into bed. Yeah, that's
0: right. Okay. is there anything we didn't say about Resilient? Do you want to make sure we say?
1: Oh, gosh, you and I could go for hours and hours. I I, I think we gave people a good taste of it. Okay.
0: great. Well, John, the last question we always ask, because the show is called That Sounds Fun. Tell me what sounds fun to you.
1: Um, so, during the pandemic, I built a whitewater raft for fly fishing.
0: You built your own raft, like Huckleberry yeah. Finn? Well,
1: well, no, no, no. You buy a kit. It's a oh, kit. But you, are
0: like, just tied together logs. That's no, so no, no,
1: no, no. No, but but this thing is so much joy.
0: Yeah. And
1: and so this is a really fun story. During the pandemic, we smuggled it out of town in a closed trailer because you weren't supposed to like leave, right? All that went to the Colorado River, jumped in, did a two night, did an overnight float. And it was utterly life-giving. And I mean, talk about social distancing. We weren't near anybody. Right, right. right? Okay. So that's this, this summer, that raft is high on my agenda. Yes. I want to get on the water. I want to be on rivers.
0: Yes. Me too. A friend of mine gifted me an inflatable kayak. And I was like, oh, I'm all summer long. Let's go. Come on. Inflatable kayak.
1: Never done it. So fun.
0: Yeah, I can't wait. I think it'll be so fun. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Well, you know how I feel about you, but thank you so much for your work. I'm just so thankful. I'm so thankful.
1: You are a gem. You are an absolute gem. And I love the way you are nurturing a, a whole community of people. Like, well done. Annie, well done. Thank
0: you. That means a lot. That means a lot. Oh, you guys, isn't he the best? Gosh, I just love talking to John Eldridge. It makes me feel teary and thankful. Listen, be sure to grab your copy of his new book, Resilience. It is out tomorrow. Follow him on social media. Thank him for being on the show and subscribe to his podcast. I'm telling y'all, it is, uh, I have a small handful of shows that I do not miss outside of our That Sounds Fun Network shows. And that is one of them. John's show is absolutely one of them. And will you guys do me a favor? Think about who in your life could use the encouragement that John provided in this conversation. I bet you can think of a few. I have two in mind. And share it with them. It means so much when you pass along episodes to your friends. And if you haven't rated or reviewed the show before, today would be a good day to do that. Wherever you are listening, just hit five stars and tell your friends on the other side a little something about why you love the show. If you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That is how you can find me. And I think that's it for me today, friends. What a good Monday. Yes. So go out or stay home. Do something that sounds fun to you. And I will do the same today. What sounds fun to me is I'm going to a surprise party tonight. I cannot wait. I love surprises. So that sounds really fun to me. Y'all have a great week. We'll see you back here on Thursday with The Voice singing in our podcast theme song. One of my favorite artists in the world and our good friend, Torrin Wells. We'll see y'all then. Have a great week. car to your home.